多分 YouTube はあの一回公開になって、Twitter は公開になって、それが公開されたら、多分それに登録されて、あれ聞かなくてもいいって、でも YouTube 登録は結構登録してるから、最近でもいいです。すごいです。イモーショナルな愛とか、関係とかも深くなってる。Why don't you like me?Sometimes life seems to be falling along rather nicely, still a lot of us think so. And you got to raise your expressions and you got to kind of take a hit for me. But maybe two weeks later, you will raise in that nice way, you will say the amount of expressions you have over. Suddenly, soon you will tell the story you tell, and then all the trouble you got is just gone. Life is happening to you, and so it is still a hard thing. Life began to happen for you. Why is life why do bad things happen to good people? Sometimes life happens because we let ourselves into inconvenient places. Adam and Eve, for instance. I would imagine they experienced life happening because they sinned. They got so close to something so perfect, unknown, even to themselves. Now, how many of us are five weeks, 20, 30 weeks late? Seen animals that previously wrote and smiled now use each other and even apologize presently and forever. Life is happening for some people. King David was another one I had to think of who saw many things happen. Life seemed to happen constantly to him. And probably one that stands out in my mind is that baby boy that died as an infant because of the sin of adultery with another man's wife that also led to murder. So this was certainly the law of the land in Israel. David is the bitter harvest of sin because of this. Not only his baby boy, but、uh, in 2 Samuel 12 10, God tells David. Nathan, that the sword will never depart from your house because of your sin of adultery. Thank goodness. Now, David had a great family, multiple wives, a lot of children, started to lose family, and his sons were killing each other. It was just really, gee, that really did come to pass. The sword never did depart from Nathan's house. In fact, David, you remember, wanted to build a house, a temple. God said, No, there's too much bloodshed in your house. I can't let you do this in my sight. Life happens. But because of the law of the land in Israel, sin has consequences. If you plant corn, you hope to harvest wheat. If you sow wild oats, you're going to reap wild oats. Sometimes, as I said, bad things happen to good people. Sometimes God lets you play scapegoat in the hour of weakness. And Jesus, he would actually call us his 
goodness and that mercy that comes with a crooked shoulder. He was perfect and upright and one that feared God and avoided evil. Now, this is God's testimony of grace. This is not just some other man at the end. This is God saying this of grace. God sees your heart. He sees both paths. We can trust that curtain was true. Job was a perfect and an upright man. Paul was the Apostle Paul, lived with a thorn in the flesh. There's no other reason than that God may show his power through Paul's weakness and that Paul may experience the sufficiency of God's grace. And there's other experiences, too, that that of Paul that we see look very personal. In fact, let's read the text for today. Turn with me to 2 Corinthians chapter 1, and we have such a case like this. 2 Corinthians 1, we read verses 1 through 7. Now, just for a little context here, the church of Corinth was a struggling church. We read the first couple verses and see that. They had dealt with some things that were very simple in the end. They were not necessarily a model church, but I would like to model our church as a church. But they worked through it. Paul taught them through it. And then there is a second letter, which is not recorded, that was that was thrown to this church. But then this, this letter that we have, 2 Corinthians, is more of a, 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 an encouragement and a comfort to them, having dealt with the sin that was in the church and overcome is now writing them an encouraging letter and a comforting letter, but he's relating an experience that he went through before. Let's read verse 1, 2 Corinthians 1, beginning verse 1. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God, and Timothy, our brother, unto the church of God, which is in Corinth, to all the saints which are in all Achaia. Grace be to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be God, even the Father of the Lord Jesus Christ, the God of comforted us in all our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. For as the sufferings of Christ abound in us, so our consolation also abound in all of us. Whether we be afflicted, it is for your consolation, Paul preaches, which is especially when you join in the same sufferings, which you also suffer, and whether you be comforted, it is for your consolation, Paul preaches. Now, I'm thankful to you this question, knowing that as you have suffered sufferings, so shall you also be of the consolation. For we would not, brethren, have you ignorant of our trouble which came to us in Asia, that it was most evidently for our strength, inasmuch as we would say, we would not write, but we have suffered such blessings for our afflictions that we could not write to ourselves, but praying God which raiseth the dead. Who deliver us from, from so great a death, and thus deliver, and whom we trust that he will yet deliver us. You also are seen together by prayer for us, that for the gift bestowed upon us by the means of many saints, thanks may be given by many and all with us. We see one of those places here where life was happening in Paul's life. And this looked really hopeless, even to where he felt like he had a 
that sentence hanging over his head. But he testified that God did this so that we would not trust in ourselves or so that they would not trust in themselves, but in God. And I guess that's the emphasis of today as we look three more closely at this. But I'd like us to focus, first of all, on the God of all comfort. We're going to be in the verse three. The God of all comfort. And Paul acknowledged that this was out of his hands, over his head, more than he could handle, only as he trusted in the God of all comfort. So he starts by saying in verse 3, Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. 